Hi, welcome to the Chasing Squirrels Testimonies of Active Faith podcast. This is Trish McCarthy. I'm your host, and I am so excited to have a repeat guest on the show today. This is Tammy Overhauser. Um, she has another episode uh, back when I first launched the podcast called Say Yes to God. Yep, and it was a, a super inspiring one. So if you haven't listened to that, I would encourage you to go back and do that. Um, I wanted her to come back on today because there's uh, something exciting that she's done in her life that I want her to talk about. And then also something um, that she, a struggle that she recently went through and her transparency with that ministered to me in a huge way. And I know it will minister to you in a huge way as well. So I'm going to start by um, having Tammy introduce herself and tell us just a little bit about herself and her family. Welcome, Tammy. Thank you. Thanks for having me again. Yes. I forgot that the last one was called Saying Yes to God. <laughs> Apparently, I've been saying yes to God and lots is happening. Yes. So I'm excited to share it with you. Um, about myself, I live here in Austin, Texas. I've been here for 22 years. Isn't that wow. crazy? With my husband, Chad, and he um, helps run a mortgage company. We met in college back in California. We both had gotten saved and then met, and then shortly after that, got married. And then I was in campus ministry, and he was playing football, with, which both of those ended up leading us to Austin, Texas. Oh, okay. And, um, and so then we made it to Austin, Texas. We've been here 22 years. My daughters, Becca and Samantha, are living their life, and they're in their 20s. I thought, how do I couch them? Like, what do I say <laughs> about them? It's so much to say. Right. So I've been saying... I have two daughters in their 20s. Yep. Isn't that a nice little package? Yes. And then I have <laughs> two boys, Adam and David. They're um, a junior and senior at Vandegrift High School. And I'm preparing to just cry consecutively mm -hmm. for the next two years. Yes, and all you the are. lasts and yes. all the launching. Yes. And it's just crazy. But tears of joy. That's right. And then on top of all of that, I'm, uh, or underneath all of that, I guess, I'm an author and a speaker and a Bible teacher. Uh, mainly at my home church, Renovate Church in Leander, but elsewhere when invited. Mm -hmm. I like to uh, speak and preach wherever yes. people want me. And you're so good. Oh, you're like you. who I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> and I just really love people, and I love encouraging people to be strong and to stay in the fight mm. and find ways to live their very best life. So love everything that. I do hopefully points to that goal. I think that's very true about you. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so you had just said that you found yourself saying yes a lot lately mm -hmm. and that you've said yes recently to some things. So I want you to just briefly tell about your latest endeavor and what you said yes to and you know what I'm talking about. Okay, <laughs> so I'm hoping you're referring to my book. Yes, ma'am. Yes, okay, so I wrote a book called The Strong-Willed Mama, the subtitle Surviving and Thriving, Raising Strong-Willed Children, and it released last July. And it really is for every mom who finds herself on the struggle bus, as we call it, of parenting. <laughs> Not limited to, but mainly uh, regarding strong-willed children. Every family has one, or two, yes. or three or four. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's not so much a how-to, but more, I like to say, a yes, you can. You can do this. I like to say that parenting is tough, but so are you. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the premise of the book, is like, yes, girl, come on, we could do this. We are in it together. Because I feel like this journey of at least 18 years, right? No one gets out without That's right. <laughs> 18 years. <laughs> if you have more children, like my whole duration of parenting is a minimum of 25 years. We space out Becca to David. Right. You know? So it 
it behooves me to think that God would use this time to work on me. Mm. Right? He has my captive audience for 18, at least 18 years where I'm crying mm. out, God, help me mm. be a better mom. Help me to parent. What do I do here? What do I do there? And it dawned on me that the journey, the, it really is about the journey. It's not so much about the child, although it is because we have to raise our children. Right. But it's about what God does in the heart and the soul of a mom while she's parenting. Mm. And all that he works out of you and all that he teaches you. At the end, you're a totally different person, right? Mm-hmm. And in that transformation, I'm calling it a transformational journey. In that journey, on that journey, during the transformation, you become a better version of yourself. And then, like we were talking about earlier, yeah. win-win, then you're helping your child also. You're a better parent, and then they're a better, they're a recipient of your better parenting, and then they're a better, you know, they have a better experience, and they become a better version of their self. So it's this transformational journey, making you strong. Hence, the strong world mama, sort of a play on words, yeah. because you need to be strong to parent, but also just the strength that God gives you when you press into Him mm. on this journey. Right. So Depending on Him. Right, right. And there's just a lot of pointers in the book, too. Mm-hmm. Some pointers, some how-tos, an example. But mainly the how-to is, spoiler alert, cling to Jesus. That's <laughs> point number one, right? and then that's it. It's that's a one, that's one all we need. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and I will say, I had the privilege of reading um, a huge a huge portion of it um, earlier in, in digital form because I was part of the, the launch team. And... One thing that I really loved was uh, your sense of humor in it, too, <laughs> because parenting is daunting, and parenting yeah. is, um, yes, it's a joy, but it can it can be so tough, as we know. And so I really enjoyed your Thank sense you. of humor in I that. I say laugh or cry, right? Yeah, laugh that's right. <laughs> that's right. And and I, I heard, I, I like to write, um, and one thing that I appreciate about authors mm-hmm. and favorite authors is hearing their voice. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing. Co- Courtney, my our old, oldest, she's got a blog. And every time I read it, I'm like, oh, I just love this because I can hear her voice. Yeah. And that's what I could hear in you. Oh, like, good. as you, as I was reading it, like, I can, it's as if Tammy, I'm having a conversation yeah. with Tammy. And she's just, so I loved hearing your voice and that. You. That's a huge compliment because that good. was kind of my goal. So, yay. Good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, achieved (laughs) it was great can you talk about yourself as a writer Mm -hmm. like a little bit about like how did you know when did you start writing Mm -hmm. what just tell me about you as a writer and then after that like how did you know that you were being called to write in general or this specific Mm -hmm. book so I've I've written my whole entire life I don't remember a time where I was not writing when I was little I would uh, make these little uh, books out of um, you know like printer paper or construction paper and staple the sides or sometimes <laughs> hole punch and put yarn yes. through them and I, I don't even remember the topics really it was maybe like someone running or someone jumping I don't even know yeah. but very basic books and then I had this long um, sliding closet door and I would put a table in there and lay all my books out oh. and invite my family and friends I had bean bags in my room and to come and it was a bookstore not a library wow. they had to buy the books <laughs> entrepreneur early on and they would buy the books and have to sit on the beanbags and read and I would the joy came from watching them sit on the beanbags and read my books oh I love it then I wrote on the high school newspaper and the yearbook and then as an adult I was always journaling and then eventually blogging Mm -hmm. and then I started to think like as I was parenting and my my boys in general my parenting in general but my um my firstborn son was extremely strong-willed and I started thinking like man 
there's some stuff going down mm. in this house. Like, <laughs> what? I need to write this down. Like, partly therapeutically. Yes. But then also, is anyone else? The blog mm. was almost a cry for help. Yeah. Anybody else out there feeling this way? Yeah. Oh, come to find out, yes. So one, we're stronger together. Mm. Like, tell me how you figured this out. Tell me what you went through. And then two, so I can help, you know, eventually turned it into a book so I could help somebody else going through this. Yeah. Like, I'm going to write this down. One, can you even believe people would say, you should write a book, ha, ha, ha. I'm like, they either think, like, whoa, my life is dramatic, or two, <laughs> I've got something to say. Yeah, Probably a right. little bit of both. Yeah. But, like, when I would navigate something successfully or I would figure something out or God would reveal, we'd have a victory in our house, I thought, I need to let somebody else coming behind me know this is how you do this. Here's how to get victory. Here's how to become a better version of yourself. And so I just started stockpiling my stories. Wow. And the blog, yes, but some of the harder stuff. Um, like my, you wrote, actually yes. wrote out in, 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 she's taking her hand and waving it like <laughs> she's got a pen. Yeah. My pen, I'm writing on a, um, so notebook. You, so yeah. you wrote, you mm-hmm. actually wrote, yeah. And um, one of our mutual friends, Vicki Courtney, mm-hmm. she would say, Write all these stories down, Mm -hmm. and some of them are for later. Mm. If you don't feel released to write it now, because there was some stuff that happened, I didn't want to expose my children. Absolutely. And I didn't want to, you know, expose myself when you're wrong. And it wasn't redemptive, right? And so I would just write it all down longhand with my pen, and she Mm. said, just tuck it away. Write it all. Because I would tell her stuff that was happening, you know, as a mentor. And and she said, you need to write it all down. Just write all this down because it's going to be good someday. Wow. So that's what I did. And that's why you talk about, I said it took me 10 years, Mm -hmm. but actually just two to write the book because I was writing all this stuff. So you had been collecting that for for that long. Mm -hmm. I remember, I think I read that somewhere. I don't know. You Maybe you mentioned it in your book or something. I might have said it to you last time we were together. Last time, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So so it took the actual process itself of writing the book and getting it from, like getting it in transcript form to publishing was two years? Yeah, probably because I got real serious during the pandemic, I would say. And like, I I kept going back to God, like, am I going to write this? What am I doing? Am I going to write this? What am I doing? Should I just, mm-hmm. you know, hit delete and go live my life? Because I felt like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or I would say, there'd be seasons where I wouldn't write at all. Yeah. I'd say, if you don't see me writing about parenting, it's because I'm parenting. Mm, right. <laughs> I'm in here busy parenting. Right. Put a note on the door, you know. Yeah. There'll be no vlogs till further notice. <laughs> uh, because sometimes it was just so overwhelming. All I could do was, you know, mm-hmm. grind it out on a daily basis. And so, and then I would pick it back up when things yeah. would, you know, or now my girls are out of the house and there's all kinds of free time. Mm-hmm. And so when the pandemic hit and I was just kind of not just sitting around because I had a house full of people, but I had a lot of time to sit down and work while the kids yeah. were working, while we weren't going anywhere, while we weren't doing anything, yeah. we are not going to church, all these things. And so I, and really the catalyst was, I have to give credit to uh, my pastor, he would say, how's the writing coming? Oh, wow, yeah. And I'm like, oh, mm. I'm such a fraud. Mm. It's not coming. And he would say, you really need to write this book. And he would check in on me from time to time. And so I thought, I'm either going to write or shut up about it. Like, really? Mm. I'm like, okay, you're writing a book. Right? And it's like, we like to romantically talk about yeah. it. Oh, and yeah. almost the idea of pretending to be an author or yeah. an author in the making was more fascinating and romantic than just doing the work and getting it done and so every time he would ask me I would say well you know 
Okay, I'm going to write from 11 to 2, seems to be my window, on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I'm just going to write everything I can possibly think to write about parenting, good or bad, usable or trashable. Yeah. I'm going to vomit everything I know about parenting mm. until there's nothing left to say. Mm. And then I'm going to see where I'm at. This is kind of, yeah. I think I'm jumping questions. No, that's okay. Then I'm going to see where I'm at. And say, yeah. okay, don't write that. Mm -hmm. Okay, expand on that. Mm -hmm. So now I put everything I know about, let's say, discipline. Okay, I'm going to take this chunk of discipline. And what else? What else? What else? What mm -hmm. else? What else? What else? Do I need a cite a source? Mm -hmm. Is there another book? Okay, everything I need out about finding your tribe, finding a group of friends, mm -hmm. finding it. Okay, what else? What else? What mm -hmm. else? What else? What else? What else? Until I was done. And then, then I moved them around. Yeah figuratively and physically. I printed mm -hmm. the whole entire book out. I don't recommend. I put it on the floor. <laughs> oh, wow. And I just moved the chapters around. You can do that yeah. in your computer. <laughs> but I did it manually. Like I think I would. Dog. I think I could do Like, I could see myself doing it. I'd right, love right, right, to right, touch yeah, everything, yes, and I need yes. to visually see it. I so I can. Yeah, I can totally appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, put it together and said, chapter one, yeah. chapter two, yeah. like that. That's awesome. So, yeah. Well, I feel like I don't know. I don't know how many of you out there have often thought, "I want to write" or "I want to be a writer." But this is really speaking to me personally because mm -hmm. I've been saying for years. I like you have written. I wrote. I remember my first diary, and I would mm -hmm. say, "Dear diary," and I had the little lock on it or whatever. Right. But I've been writing my whole life, and and I Brendan has often said the exact thing that you just mm -hmm. said, Lizzie. He's like, "Well, just do it. Like, when are you right. going to do it?" Because I've been saying this for so long. Yes. And I'm a little convicted personally. I just because you were saying now that your kids are older and gone, you yeah. that's when you had time. Well, I have had that for a while, and yes. I find myself not doing it. So for anybody like me, if anybody else is out there, whether it's writing or what whatever the task is that you feel like I'm called to do this thing, mm -hmm. but I've I'm not really sure how to get over it. There's some mm -hmm. type of a block. Um, you said just scheduling the time would be that that's something that would be helpful, like actually saying, I'm going to do it from this time to this time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. everybody's personality is different. I'm not disciplined by nature. Mm -hmm. I'm quite lazy left to myself, and I would rather run and play or someone mm -hmm. calls to go to lunch or there's something exciting to read or watch. I just would rather. And um, I had to, yeah. Pencil like, it in. Yes. Yeah. Okay, these are the, and it wasn't always that. Sometimes it was, late at night sometimes it's early in the morning yeah. I'm fresh okay. and those were the times but just write it even I would talk to editors or agents or publishers I'm like finish your book and call just, us back I'm like oh mm. okay and that's when I just started writing everything I could think and then just the Holy Spirit would come in and and help me name sections oh, that's awesome. and help me name chapters and I could feel the momentum once I committed mm. to it I could feel the momentum and it really when I look back it was really the Holy Spirit just coming Come, into my workspace yeah but you got to get into your workspace right. you got to be there and then he falls on it and because I would go back time and time again should I do this should I not should I hit delete should I run should I just yeah. say forget it and bake cookies I mean I had yeah. days and weeks yeah. and probably years like that but I kept coming back to I want to write this because I want to help people there are moms mm. out there who are dying on the mm. vine, who are hiding behind their phones, who are falling apart at the seams and then consequently so are their children. And let me come in mm. via this book and help you like the super nanny. I was one of the right. super nanny to show up in yeah. my family room so I could say, 
what now? So this is my version of that to you via yeah. Amazon. <laughs> yeah. So what I hear from that, my takeaway is to know your why. Because I heard you say, like, I wanted to do this because I knew it could help other people. Right. So I think um, knowing knowing your why. And then the other thing that was coming to my mind as you were talking is I just kept picturing the Nike swish. Like, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> just, just do it. Do so it. so those so are my true. personal takeaways yeah, right yeah, now. You do need to yeah. know your why. And I think yeah. I've been to conferences or, or spoken to, you know, writing coaches over the years and putting your why in front of you is very mm-hmm. important. For me, it was, I, I want to help people. Mm-hmm. I can sit down one-on-one with everybody. How do I find them? Mm-hmm. Let me put this out. Yeah. Yeah. So I recently went to um, a Beth Moore co- a conference. It was mm-hmm. really good. A living, it's called Living Proof. And it was to minister to those people who are in some type of ministry, like writers and mm-hmm. speakers and um, I didn't go to her session. I went to a different one on speaking, but a friend of mine attended hers and, and she quoted something that Beth said. She said, most people don't want to write, don't want to be writers. They want to be publishers. <laughs> they want to be public, not publishers, but they want to be published. Published authors, and, and, yeah. and, and the, mm-hmm. I don't know. I was just wondering what your thoughts were on that. Do you find that, um, can I mean, you relate to that? Do, can, do you, what are your thoughts? Well, over the years, I've struggled with it, and I, I, I came to terms with it. I think, who doesn't want to be published mm. because of the validation and the recognition? Right. Somebody thinks my work is good. Yeah. And so, yes, that's good. And I would I would have that conversation with my husband. He would say, just write. If you love writing, just write. And I would almost get offended, and I'm like, oh, do you do mortgage because you just love it? <laughs> like, and you don't care if anyone pays you to yeah. Fund alone, oh, like that's, that's a good analogy. I want to be successful yeah. because I want to be successful yeah. at my craft, and so it's okay to want that, yeah. right? What if I needed it to support my family, like a lot of people mm-hmm. do? I, I know that my husband is the breadwinner, and so I could write just journal all day if I wanted to. But I have a message. I want to get it out, mm. and I want people to read the book and get. And, and benefit from it. And so the way to track that that's happening is sales. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. I love when I see my book is selling yeah. because that means that uh, I hit a vein. Right. And it also means that women are, are being helped. That's right. And supported and encouraged. And so I don't, if that drives you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be, I guess maybe a fiction writer. Maybe. Uh, would write just to be right, published, right? Right. Because they want to bless someone with their yeah. story. I yeah, don't yeah, know. yeah. But so yes, I ended up self-publishing because okay. I just wanted this out yeah. into the world. What's the fastest way to get this mm-hmm. into people's hands? You could just have a Instagram account or TikTok mm-hmm. or whatever. If you got a message and you want to get it out, mm-hmm. uh, I chose to write a book. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to be published. No, but I don't like, think there's still a why. Right. I think her yeah. point was, and I should have said this first, is um, that's the goal. We do want to be published, but the point is not everybody realizes Just the to writing say wear a badge of a published author. Yeah, yeah. And, and like that, the that the writing, getting published is one thing, but everything that goes on behind the scenes with that whole, which you just talked about, the whole writing process and how yeah. it's just not, it's fun. It's not if very you're, romantic. No, <laughs> no. And I love to sit down and write and journal, but journaling and writing for myself and yes. praying journaling or whatever mm-hmm. is a much different thing than mm-hmm. writing for, to be published for yeah. not. I mean, all the little nuts and bolts and things. It's, it's a lot. It is a lot. What, what um, you need to overcome is that 
um, oh, I only got 12 likes. I'm a failure. Yes. I'm going to quit. Never mind. If no one likes me, then I'm going to just take my ball and go home. Well, then that's when I go back to God. And he's Mm. like, "Mm, it's about obedience. I told you to write this book. I gave you the idea. Yes, you're not crazy. No, you're not crazy. It's of me. And every time I went back to him, it started to be like, okay, quit asking Mm. and just sit down and write. Mm. And so that was an act of obedience because I'm not by nature a disciplined person. So those parts of us that aren't, that's where we rely on the Holy Spirit. I needed him to help me be disciplined. I needed to feel that grace. And the grace was there because it was, it, it, I feel like God's in this. So, right. Yeah. Absolutely. That was going to be my next question is during this, this process, I mean, it could have been just all those years of writing, mm-hmm. um, but also especially just this, the season of hunkering down yeah. and getting the book written and then getting it published. And then that's, you're not done then. I know. Right. <laughs> then it's the launch, right? Yes. And then it's now. Yeah. So how, just, can you talk a little bit about how your faith has been impacted? One way or the other. Sure. I think in my weaknesses, I saw God um, cover for me, Mm. you know, kind of come in. I'm like, I can't do this part. I'm good at this. I'm not good at this. And have him kind of partner with me. Mm. Uh, Because writing and publishing and being an author is a very lonely world. And I'm more of a social animal. And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to hunker down. And God's going to bring me the people he needs to bring me. I'm going to do what I can do. He's going to do what he can do. Mm-hmm. And so that I felt like I was a team with uh, with him and then some gals at church who helped me yeah. with the launch. And yeah. pastor was super, super encouraging. And then I found um, through uh, Hope Writers as a writing forum, mm-hmm. um, I found a, a fabulous marketing gal, a, um, a self-publishing gal, and then a... Um, Oh, an editor, mm-hmm. which is uh, a heavenly godsend mm. if you find the right one. Mm. And so all those pieces fell into place, and God is so good. That's where my faith was really uh, strengthened. Is like when he gives me an idea and I'm scared, and then I do it anyway, he always, always supersizes mm. my dreams, always supersizes my, oh, oh, you want to have a husband and a family? Boom, how about this? <laughs> oh, you want to write a book? <laughs> I'm like, what? What is uh, happening? It's almost like I, I dare to, what's next? I know uh, that's coming, but what's next? And I say it out and God goes like, boom. I love that. Supersizes it always. And that, that blows me away. That's like, you know, asking, what does it say? If you, if you're, if a child asks you for oh. a loaf of bread, you don't give them a fish. Right. And I yeah. love that. Yeah. God, that is so true about God. And so I'm quick to go ask him and quick to go ask him for help and quick to bring my dreams to him because, like, this is another win-win situation, yes. right? Yeah. Oh, I just love that. Well, I was really <laughs> encouraged by an email. So after, after you wrote, published, launched, um, I get some emails from you, like a regular. Yes. And, and – it, it didn't dawn on me, actually, until I, I got it, that it had been quite a while since you had yes. sent one out, right? Yes. And the day that I read it, I'll, I'll just never forget how much the Lord used it to minister to me. Mm. I had done a retreat um, and put it on um, with, a, with a couple other people, but mostly it just, you know, a lot of it was on. It's just, it yes. was so fun. It was amazing, but it was really, it took a lot out of me. And I... I just stopped, I stopped really feeling like I was doing anything. I was still mm-hmm. spending time with him, but it took, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just hit, I hit a major, major, major wall. Yeah. And then I got your email. It was right around the same time. And because then what I do is I'm still learning to just be still and realize, 
and our pastor talked about this one day about how stop acting like you're God's employee and that you're working for him. Like you don't have to do, 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 do. That's so good. I loved that. Like yeah. stop. You're don't, you're not his employee. You're mm-hmm. his child. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, but I get in the habit of doing like, I, do I just, too. right. And then, Oh my, I, I don't want to let him down or somebody else down right, and just yeah. believing a lot yeah. of lies. So I was in that place when I got your email and, uh, I would love for you to share mm-hmm. what you talked about in that email about hitting a wall mm-hmm. and what you learned and all of the, there was just so much practical stuff in yeah. there. Yeah. And well, thank you. I love again, yeah. hearing that, you know, something I write resonates oh. with people because that's the whole point, right? I read it several times. I went yeah. back a few times, like I needed this so much. Yeah. I thought when great. you said to talk about it, I thought, oh gosh, I better go back and what did I write? What did I write? <laughs> but I was talking about hitting a wall and it was, um, gosh, everything. Shortly after launching the book, because that took a lot of energy too. I am not a marketing mm. person. Mm. I learned that about myself. Mm. I basically am a one, mm-hmm. one trick pony. I can write. <laughs> and I need a whole team of people to make it happen. But um, uh, so I was exhausted. And I think I was exhausted for a lot of reasons. And, and I, I likened it to hitting a wall for our listeners, and that I just ran straight into a wall. And so I started thinking, why do we run into walls, and what do you do when mm-hmm. you run into a wall? And I had no energy spiritually, uh, physically, emotionally. I just felt fatigued in all areas of life. And I've learned when I feel something or I'm going through something, chances are everybody else is too, and that's why I write about it. I mm-hmm. go, hey, mm-hmm. reader, mm-hmm. are you all feeling this? Because mm-hmm. I'm feeling this. And... Um, it's a way of connecting with people and then also ministering to them as well. And I think, you know, gosh, after the pandemic, I think we're all experiencing a bit of fatigue. And I heard it described as decision fatigue. Ooh. Isn't that great? And um, just all the things that we have to do. And for me, I felt like writing is a lonely world. And I was just going and going and going and pushing and pushing and pushing. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big Sabbath taker. Mm-hmm. And that's a big problem, too. And I wasn't reaching out when I was sad. I wasn't reaching out when I was lonely. Wasn't really reaching out to God because we were working. Yeah. Right? And I'm his employee. And so <laughs> we're just we're just working, working, working. And I feel like it was him saying, you need to stop. Mm. You, because I would go, no, 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 no. I could do this one more thing. And I kept trying to clear my mm. calendar. I think I wrote about it. I kept trying to say, okay, in October, I'm going to stop for the mm-hmm. holidays and just stop the whole thing. And then something would come up, or a speaking engagement, or an opportunity to preach, or a podcast. And I would say, my husband was joking, like, now are you stopping? Now are you stopping? And then it was like December 12th. I was like, okay. I've cleared the calendar. <laughs> and then, of course, we got COVID. Right. And so that took a whole nother month. And yeah. here it was January. Oh, that's right. And I thought, okay, now, now mm-hmm. I'm stopping. <laughs> and God, I feel like God said, how about I just stop yeah, you? Yeah, I'll stop you. I'll just stop I'll you. I'll stop yourself. <laughs> I'll right, stop you yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah, I'll stop you for you. And uh, I wanted to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't think I felt depressed. But I just thought, I'm not doing anything. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to do while I'm sitting here against this wall is lean into God, mm-hmm. look up, kind of talk to him, not kind of, but do talk to God, get refreshed, be his daughter, mm-hmm. just sit mm-hmm. and be and sit and, and not even what next. Yeah. Cause that's my thing. What right. Next? Right. What next? What next? Okay. And then I would, two days I go, okay, I'm good. I'm good. And my husband go, you're not good. <laughs> you need, and I go, okay, back in my bed, not even in my bed, but just resting, resting. in the Lord. What does it say that, um, Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden mm-hmm. is the word. And I mm-hmm. felt heavy laden. Yeah. 
And so come to me and I will give you rest. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just, I'm going to come to you. You know, like a toddler, like, I'm not Mm -hmm. tired, I'm not tired. And they fall asleep saying, I'm not tired. (laughs) (laughs) But it took um, hitting a wall to realize I needed to rest. Mm -hmm. And it's very simple. And I needed to um, uh, let God minister to me and be his daughter Mm -hmm. for a little bit Mm -hmm. and clear the plate as much as I could. And get refreshed and read my Bible and mm-hmm. pray more and sit in the sunshine and go on a run. And remember that, like we were talking about earlier, uh, the the point of life is to uh, love God and mm-hmm. enjoy Him forever. Know God and enjoy Him forever. Mm-hmm. So that's what I plan to do yeah. for as long as I needed to do. And that I hadn't really, I was working, but me and God, and I didn't have others to... Um, I hadn't formed a team. Like, I did have a team, but once the book launched, they were gone because they were employees. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everyone was doing a task. Mm-hmm. But I want to walk in community. And I think I lost that during that season because I was so busy. And I was doing a... I was being an author, and that's right. a one, one show, one-person show. And so I thought, I need to start reaching out. I need to start building mm-hmm. community. That's I great. need to start inviting people over. I need yeah. to have a barbecue. Yeah. I need to sit by the pool with people. Like things that bring me joy, joy. instead of tasks. Yeah. And so for me, it was rekindling joy in the Lord, whatever that looked like, and just sort of breathing in the Holy Spirit again Yeah. before I take my next assignment yeah. and get back right. at it. Yeah. And that was something that resonated me. It's it, with me. It's been a while since I actually read that email I should have reread it myself but I I feel like one of the last things you said Mm. one of the last bullet points was about like be having fun and being silly maybe you said something about that because I see that in you Mm -hmm. in your like that's that's part of you and Mm -hmm. in your post your fun your fun post your your book your Mm -hmm. your blog um it's not, it doesn't come naturally to me. I love fun. I want to have fun, mm-hmm. but I'm not like, I don't have, people wouldn't say, oh, Trish, she's got the greatest sense of humor. <laughs> you know, I, I can be really serious. I'm more of, I don't know what the word is, melancholy. Right. I don't know. That's where we but, meet each other because that yeah. is my yeah. baseline. And I feel like, um, I, whatever, I feel like I lose that when I'm mm-hmm. just running on empty. Yeah. And then when I rekindle that, I'm like, oh, Gosh, I love life. Yeah. And gosh, I love Jesus. And gosh, I love people. But when I'm burnt out, I don't. Mm-hmm. And that was the, like, the, that's when your check engine light starts mm-hmm. flashing. When I'm just dry and mm-hmm. brittle and empty. And, like, then I don't have all those things that God puts in me to give out. Like, that's your right. cup is empty. That's so true. sit here and let me fill your cup back yeah. up. Of, you know, mine is joy and fun and laughter and lightheartedness where yours might be wisdom and discernment Mm -hmm. and intercession, which we (laughs) greatly need. So both is valuable. And I think that's the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And he's going to take that, rob us of those Mm God-given, you know, things. And then where would we be? Mm -hmm. That's right. So we need each other and we need to fill back up. And so it's just a a check engine light season for me. Absolutely. And as as you're talking about this you mentioned the word sabbath and it just it's such a great reminder that this these times of rest these times of pressing in Mm -hmm. these times of refreshment um should be a lot more frequent than we allow ourselves it's like we just don't give ourselves permission and that is what i felt when i read Mm -hmm. your email it was this huge sigh of relief i was like oh Mm -hmm. my gosh i have permission to be it's okay that i'm not doing 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 and i and i have been actually 
I would say maybe over the last year, I can't remember, but God really convicted me about taking mm-hmm. a Sabbath, mm-hmm. and I'm, tr- I'm trying really hard to to um, observe that, even on Saturday, on mm-hmm. a true, true Sabbath, even though I go to church on Sunday, but I've just tried... And it's like, okay, I don't want to use this as an excuse to not do anything either. I don't want to like right. use, okay, I'm, I'm just going to be lazy today. But I'm, yeah. but really spending a, um, uh, an extended time with him, especially in the morning, just longer than yes. I usually have during the week. Because yeah. I could, I could sit at his feet mm-hmm. for hours and just not get tired of that and just be refreshed. So we anyway, know, we were talking about that when I first came in, and it's, I think it's in Second um, Kings, maybe. Uh, don't quote me, maybe judges where um, Elijah is super stressed out is really oh, what right. one version says. And he goes and he leans against a tree or a wall mm-hmm. and he um, he falls asleep and the angel of the Lord, but it was the Lord, came and um, ministered mm-hmm. to him. And when he woke up, he said he gave him um, uh, a snack. There was bread and there was mm-hmm. cake. Little cakes, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I think what you need is a nap yeah. and some cake. Yeah, I remember you saying <laughs> that in your email. Yes, exactly. And, like we make our world so complicated. We and sure Everything do. is such a big deal when really it's like maybe you just need a nap. Yeah, just and like kids. Will, yes, things will look better in the morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sleep on it. Sleep on <laughs> Take it. Take a yeah, little for nap. Sure. Yeah. Don't get some food so you're not hangry. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So. Well. So as we're kind of coming to an end here, yes. I, it's funny that this last question that I have for you is, is like, <laughs> it's sort of, uh, I don't want to ask it. No, but ask what, it. Okay. But what is your next step? We're talking about what's what's next? Let's like slow down. We don't have to do anything yet. But right. I know, I know that the Lord <laughs> is using you and for so many things. I've, I've listened to your sermons at church. Um, he's, your book is awesome. Your blog and just one-on-one relationships. Um, mm-hmm. So I know he's not done, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know, He wants to continue to work through you, speak through you. So is there anything that he's put on your heart? What's kind of your next steps? What's or next? Next is it, or is it like you're still and being still? No, I'm not being still. That <laughs> didn't take long. But, uh, but I'm mindful that I need still moments, and I'm mindful mm-hmm. to Good. take a Sabbath, and I'm mindful to not get so like, <gasps> yeah. you know, I get so... So in the grind that, like, you know, if you have an Apple Watch, it'll say breathe. I'm like, okay. And then I dismiss it for, dismiss this for the week because I don't need, I don't have time to breathe right now. But, um, so I'm more mindful of that. I never thought I'd be the type of person that was too driven. It's happened. It's Mm -hmm. happened. Uh, When I think about what's next, I have, I have um, a new book in my, in my head that needs to be formed. And then a Bible study that I want to write. So those two things are coming up. And then more one-on-one ministry. I really feel called to mentor Mm -hmm. this generation Mm -hmm. of moms and Mm -hmm. young women coming up. And so, um, you know, if, if you're on the website buying the book, you can also go to the mentoring page and sign up for mentoring. Mm. Just one-on-one discipleship, Mm -hmm. really low key, uh, one-on-one friendship. I think this generation needs a friend and a mentor, and we need to get, get back to living in community and walking right. together. And so whatever that looks like, that's really what I want to put myself out there for is, yeah. is um, mentoring. Mm-hmm. And if it comes through books and speaking, mm-hmm. then great. But one-on-one, I think, would mm-hmm. be There's so much a lot, power. Yeah, beneficial. So a couple more books and some hanging out. That's great. <laughs> so tell us the name of your website, and I will put all this information in the show yeah, notes as it's well. It's just TammyOverhauser.com. 
thestrongwilledmama.com gets you there too. Okay. And the book is there. It's also on Amazon. Okay. And um, you can sign up for mentoring on the mentoring Yay. page. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, is there anything that we that we didn't talk about that you'd like to share? Mm, gosh, I think we covered it all. Just encourage everybody to press into God and walk in community. Mm. I think pandemic, the pandemic broke us mm-hmm. a bit. And um, we can lead out in our churches in, in um, modeling community again. Uh, just a, a plug for, if you know Jenny Allen, her new book, um, Find Your People. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a, a easy read, but it's deep and it's great about how to walk in community again. Mm-hmm. I'm loving it and putting it into practice. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Um, that's just a, one last. That's great. Yeah. And I want to end with, um, we both were just so um, in awe of how God works because oh. we, Tammy walked in. We haven't seen each other in, in quite a while. Yeah, probably we probably haven't talked really since the last time I interviewed you, which yes. me I don't know how. Which long was ago. on Zoom too. Yeah, it so, was Zoom because yeah. it was during. So anyway, mm-hmm. we're face to face, and um, we just picked up. You know, it's I just love that you just picked up and started right. talking, mm-hmm. and definitely both of us realized it was a divine appointment, and mm-hmm. some things came to light that we were discussing and sharing, and mm-hmm. so I just want to just say I just am God is good like it shouldn't surprise us when this kind of stuff because this is how he works so it's not surprising but it's amazing to me awesome and I love I've always said I just say that a lot like I love that he doesn't allow us to lose that sense of awe and wonder and today was one of those we said moments. we should have recorded our pre-conversation because yes. that was the real podcast it was awesome the pre-podcast was the best yes. yeah so maybe maybe it's one for another time that's so, right yeah, yeah. So thanks for having me. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so mm-hmm. much for being here. And mm-hmm. I know that this definitely blessed me and I know it will bless many listeners. So Yay, thank you. Thank so you. Glad. You're welcome. Thank you, Tammy.